As I was pondering the readings for this weekend, the line that struck me in the gospel when Jesus said, Is there no one to return to give thanks to God but this foreigner? And we can tell as we heard those words from the lips of Jesus that he spoke those with a lot of sadness in his heart. Is there no one to return to give thanks to God? And here we are today at Mass, gathered around this altar by God. And why have we come? Why have you and I come to Mass today? It's possible that for some they came because their parents made you come. You had no choice. Maybe you had other things you would have rather have done, but you are here because your family's here. Maybe some are here. They're still maybe, you know, stuck in the old school, fulfilling an obligation. Going to Mass is my Christian duty, my Catholic obligation. So I'm going to check the box and fulfill that obligation. But hopefully, whatever our other motives may be, hopefully each of us has come here today to give thanks to God. This leper that came back to Jesus reveals a spirit of Christian gratitude that should pervade our whole life. It also helps us to understand what we do at every Mass. As you know, the word Eucharist means to give thanks. And we all join together on Saturday night, Sunday, and we do exactly what the leper did. We come after being blessed by God this past week. We come crying out with a loud voice, with the songs that we sing, to praise and thank God for all of his blessings. And we come in spirit and kneel before Jesus and we say, thank you so much. Now, of course, the main thing that we thank God for at every Mass <clears throat> is the amazing and immeasurable gift of salvation. What God did for us in Jesus Christ in order to save us but how does that saving grace, that saving love, weave itself in your life and mine on any given week? Because maybe our challenge is in finding what to be grateful for. There are some days and weeks where we're just glad when they're over. That antiphon that we sang just a moment ago, in all circumstances, give thanks. And I want to say, hold it a second, you mean all circumstances? 
Or like when St. Paul said, everything works for good for those who love God. And I want to say to St. Paul, you mean everything, St. Paul? Everything? How does God work in your life and mine? One thing I like much about the confessions of St. Augustine, when he wrote that book, he is writing as a man who now has had his eyes opened. And now he's looking back on his former life but now he's seeing it in a new way. Even in his broken, wayward, crooked paths, as a child, as a young adult, <clears throat> now he's seeing how God was present, how God was working even when he was running in the opposite direction, away from God, how God was using the failures the disappointments, not finding what he was seeking in the wrong places, the prayers of his mother, and many other ways of God that now became clear. This is why I like this prayer that I'm going to read for you today. I may have used it another time, but I'm going to read it again. We don't know who wrote this prayer. It's called the Anonymous Prayer. What I like about it is this, too, is coming from the heart of a person who is seeing his life in an entirely different way. I ask God for strength that I might achieve, but I was made weak that I might learn humbly to obey. I ask God for health, that I might do greater things. I was given rather infirmity, that I might do better things. I ask God for riches, that I might be happy. I was given poverty, that I might become wise. I ask God for power, that I might have the praise of other people. I was given weakness, that I might feel deeply the need for God. I ask God for all things that I might enjoy life, but I was given life, that I might enjoy all things. I got nothing that I asked for, but everything that I deeply hoped for and needed. Almost despite myself, all my unspoken prayers were answered. I am among all people most richly blessed. Wow. Christian gratitude is possible by the gift of faith that allows me to come out of the narrow prison of a self-centered, self-referential life. Because let's be honest, 
we can live in a very narrow view of life where everything is measured on what makes me feel good, on what is convenient or not convenient, what is comfortable or not comfortable, what I like, what I dislike, my impulses, my whims, my fancies. Is that all there is? Or is life and the world bigger than that? And Christian gratitude, that beautiful act of faith, breaks open that narrow shell in which some people can get stuck and live. And to see that God fills the whole earth, the whole world, that he's present to me, to every person. And because he is present, he is working. He is active. He is doing something. Even when you and I don't notice or fail to see. Who are the most important people in your life and mine? I used to think it was the people that were easy to be with. But as I look back with the same faith that St. Augustine had, I am so grateful for the people that God put in my life that have been difficult to love. Do you have any people like that in your life? And I'm talking about the people that some days you would like to strangle them, figuratively speaking. How can we be grateful for people like that? Because these are the people that can help us to grow more than the other people that we like, that are easy to be around, that make us laugh, that are easy to love. I'll, I love how God works. Because of my brokenness and my young childhood, I was very timid. I was, I, I was afraid of my own shadow. I lived in a prison of fear because I was so afraid of the opinions of other people, of what they thought about me. And people, because of my fear and timidity, could walk right over me anytime. I was controlled by other people most of my young life. And God, in every job I had, he would make sure to put someone in that job, whether a boss or a co-worker, that had a strong personality and was surly. And it was like God was saying, like he said to Lazarus, rise, come out. I did not suffer and die for you to leave you in a prison of timidity and fear. Come out. Come out. Rise. And like a good father, I felt like he was pushing me constantly to keep growing, to go into those situations with his help to overcome my fears, my timidity, 
and to learn how to stand in the strength of God, to be able to stand up against people and injustice when I needed to. Why was God loving me in this way? I wonder if he knew I was going to be a priest someday. He knew that I would have to get up someday and stand in front of all kinds of people and not be afraid. I am grateful for the people that have been hard to love and to be around because of how God uses them. How about pain and suffering? The different crosses and trials that we can have? Every single one of us here today understands pain and suffering. And even though, like you, when I look back at the suffering of my life and the crosses that I've had to carry, even though I do not want to go back and revisit those moments, when I look back, I am so grateful for how God used that pain and suffering to bring me closer and deeper into the mystery of his love. You see, life is bigger than our likes and our dislikes. Maybe those things that bother and annoy us, those people that frustrate us, the disappointments, the hardships, the trials, maybe this is how God breaks into our life and takes us deeper and higher. In a moment, we are now going to prepare this altar. But God would love us to prepare this altar spiritually by putting together on this altar all of our personal gratitude. How has God been present and working and active in your life this past week and mine? In the things that were easy or the things that were hard? And let us offer together a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving like the leper did in our gospel, spiritually kneeling before God and crying out with praise and thanksgiving, God, you are wonderful. God, your ways are mysterious. But Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the ways that you are loving me into your arms into a greater holiness, into the kingdom of God. Amen.